0: G'day, and welcome to the AHDC podcast series, Health Design On The Go. I'm your host, David Cummins, and today we're speaking to Siobhan Leach, who is a Group Sustainability Officer at Ramsey Healthcare. Siobhan has been working with Ramsey for over two years, and as a qualified soil scientist, Siobhan has continued her studies to achieve a Master's of Environmental Law and Science. Siobhan now leads the way in the private healthcare sector for improving sustainability in all Ramsey Healthcare Hospitals globally. As part of the Australian Health Sustainability Committee, Siobhan has been extremely enthusiastic and forthcoming with her work to help improve sustainability in healthcare around Australia and the globe. Welcome Siobhan, thank you for your time to be here.
1: Thanks David, it's lovely to be here and talking to you about healthcare and sustainability, they're two good topics to link.
0: Yeah, they are. So this is part of the Australian Healthcare Sustainability Series for the podcast and I thought what better person to ask than someone who's literally at the forefront of it. Ramsey Health has done such amazing work in the sustainability space over the last few years and won many, many awards. What's it been like to be part of that journey?
1: I think it's been a really exciting time to join a healthcare organisation, particularly with the challenges that have been going on around COVID. And and I don't think I need to restate any of those, but it's been exciting because despite all of those challenges, Ramsey still started to continue on the sustainability journey. And and so as a result of that. There's so much motivation to do more in this space. It's it's fantastic. So I think, yeah, that is the most exciting part for me in my role.
0: Yeah, I agree, especially during COVID, even the NHS, when they were really struggling to maintain patient numbers and beds in, in hospitals, they still made sustainability the priority for the NHS. And I believe Ramsey's done the same you haven't actually lost focus on your sustainability goals, which has been amazing.
1: No, and it's been really because we've been responding to what our people want, and that's really important to our board and our executive. And it's really, you know, the links between sustainability and healthcare are strong. So it makes sense that we, we do stuff more in this space.
0: Yeah, I agree. For those who aren't necessarily familiar with all the great work that Ramsey does in the sustainability space, do you mind just sort of briefly telling our listeners exactly what Ramsey do and especially in the healthcare sustainability space and what you've done in the last few years, especially some of those awards that you've won, which I've been very impressed by?
1: Yeah, you know, ransy has been on the same journey as a lot of healthcare organisations. And and in the past, we really, you know, totally focused on patient quality and our people. So in recent times, we're expanding that to make sure we're covering what we're doing from an environmental perspective. And so that's an area that, you know, is part of our focus. So we've, over the past a couple of years, brought together our regional businesses and developed what we call Ramsey Cares, our sustainability strategy, which is about caring for people, caring for planet, caring for community. And so that was the first time for us to really focus on sustainability. Really, we created a global sustainability committee and we started improving our reporting. But as part of that, there have been fantastic things going on in each of our regions around sustainability. And for example, in Australia, they've been really focused on trying to swap out single use plastics and you know there's a commitment to swap out 50 million pieces over by the end of the year so that's quite ambitious but at the same time you know when you do small things it could be a small thing in healthcare it does make a big impact because you know when you aggregate all this the material that goes through hospitals you know across you know more than 500 locations globally it does make a big difference so that's one of the key areas we've been looking at we've been making sure we're putting our money where our mouth is when it comes to sustainability. So we've embedded a lot of our sustainability goals into our financing. So we have did a $1.5 billion sustainability loan. And so, you know, when you link your financing with your sustainability targets, it really focuses the organisation on delivering on those targets. So that's been a really fantastic thing. And in addition to that, I guess, you know, working around some of the the other areas we've been looking at greening our theatres, looking at anaesthetic gases and, and, and reducing the impact of that. So there's a lot to do in healthcare. I'm not just going to say we're anywhere near the end of the journey. I'd still say we're at the start of that journey, but it's an exciting time for us.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And even though there is a long way to go, even though you're saying you haven't achieved all your goals yet, I would say Ramsey, especially our leaders in this space, especially in the private sector space, We've all worked in hospitals, especially private and public, where to even make a decision about a simple design is challenging. But you guys have got a global commitment and a global agreement. So that's very impressive. Where do you think that agreement came from? Was it more CEO? Was it from the ground up? Was it from the patients or the staff? Like, how was that commitment made?
1: Yeah. So just before the pandemic, before my job was created, actually, they did some time talking across all our regional businesses, talking to hospital CEOs down to hospital catering staff, trying to understand what was important to our people at Ramsey around sustainability. And so that's where Ramsey Cares came from. And that's where, you know, there was a Obviously, key issues around waste, climate, all those areas, looking after our own people, mental health, those key issues came through. So that's really where Ramsey Care started. And then my role was created as, as part of that. So it's really, it's really been the executive and the board listening to our people, is how I would say.
0: Wow, that's very impressive. I know through my research in sustainability and healthcare. I think the statistics are about seventy-five to eighty percent of staff always want to be part of the solution, and they constantly see opportunity for improvement in their hospitals. But it's very hard to make the change. So it's a very clear example of the research proving that you know the users want to be part of that change, and the executives being able to implement that change, which is very rare, but also very, very humbling to to hear, I suppose.
1: Yes, there's, again, there's still plenty that people want to do out in their hospitals, but, you know, we're trying. We're doing our bit.
0: It's very impressive. And you, you touched base before on your single-use plastic removal, which is very impressive. I assume that's things like water bottles, everything down to pharmaceutical medication holders. Would that be correct?
1: Yeah, so there's a range of areas. They first started in, like, the non-clinical space, so, you know, it's, cutlery, straws, the medical cups for your tablets and those sorts of things. Some of the exciting piece that they've been focusing on, you know, piloting across a few hospitals is the rigid containers to replace sterile wrap in our sterilization process. So there's some really good initiatives that as they prove themselves up, hopefully we can roll out at scale, but you know, all these things need a lot of thinking through and understanding, you know, the implications of that. But a lot of that's been led by, you know, really dedicated people on the ground, you know, C SSD staff who've really sort of led the way and helped design the solutions. So that's really exciting.
0: And would that also include throughout the supply chain procurement where some of your suppliers have to use specialist plastic or it's pretty much at the moment just contained within Ramsey?
1: yeah at the moment it's been more focused on the things that we can swap out or change. like sometimes it might be totally removed. so we were giving out a lot of water bottles, that's for sure. but now we've gone back to the jugs and and that has meant we've had to put in capital and put in more washing machines and there is a labor issue in terms of more staffing. but it's been a really positive initiative. In other areas, we're really starting to work with our suppliers around, you know, we require 80, you know, by 2026, we want to have 80% of our spend, the suppliers that make up that to have an independent sustainability assessment. And so that's really the starting point for us to have that conversation with our suppliers around, you know, a whole range of issues, you know, from modern slavery through to, you know, our carbon emissions, our scope three emissions. So there's yeah, we're, we're trying to put a lot of the foundations in place so that we can then get into a more mature discussion with our suppliers in this space.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very impressive. You touched on before some of the resistance for change being a financial resistance where it does sometimes cost a little bit more money to create a more sustainable change. What are, What are some of the other challenges that Ramsey have faced in implementation of some of these changes?
1: Yeah, when it comes to things like waste, actually... The biggest challenge is having space in your loading dock for extra bins. You know, we can put as many bins as you want and separate down to a degree, but if there's no room in the loading docks, you can't do that. So there's some sort of logistics and and space challenges. So that's why it's really important to design these things But overall, I guess it's making sure we're thinking about things from a whole-of-life cycle perspective rather than just a short-term CAPEX assessment. That's probably the challenging part. You know, I'm sure everyone has that challenge.
0: Yeah, I agree. You also just briefly touched on design where you mentioned the loading dock, which we've all been on a loading dock that doesn't have the capacity to, you know, achieve the operational functions of waste management and procurement and deliveries so in reference to the design of a hospital, at what point does sustainability get involved? Is it during initiation, during the early phases of design or more than later phase?
1: Well, I think we understand the need to bring it in earlier and we're working with our development team about how best we do that. You know, I don't think we have all the solutions on that one yet. And and it also comes down to yeah, you know, some of these things were designed quite a while ago and they're still, you know, yet to be you know built or so whether you can go back into these designs and change is a challenge but I think obviously we all recognize that the earlier you can get in with these requirements the better
0: yeah I 100% agree a lot of research shows even with wayfinding and sustainability the sooner you get in the conversation and if you make that your KPI and your target the easier it is to create and design the hospital based on everyone's KPIs and everyone's goals, and especially if sustainability is a goal, whether it be the CEO or the designers or the sustainability team or the the nurses, then it's a much easier hospital to build and design around, knowing that everyone's got that goal in mind.
1: Yes, and I think it's a challenge, you know, because most of our developments would be, you know, extensions to existing facilities, you know, and and I think if you're starting from a brand new Greenfield site, it's a different conversation as well. So I think these are the challenges that I think the whole sector faces, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I agree. What do you think some of the best teachings are from your personal career and also your work at Ramsey that other people could learn from?
1: I think well, from my career over time, I guess for me, being in sustainability it 's a pretty exciting in sustainability at the moment, but in over the past you know decade, you had to be pretty persistent and and stick to your principles so when there's we're so many you know positive conversations so understanding that sometimes it 's just not the right time for these initiatives, and then actually you can go back and revisit these later and and it, it becomes the right time so I think that's a big story for sustainability at Ramsey. I think it's been for me it's just been a very positive experience people really want to help you know they are people who care for people and they people are very motivated to do the right thing and and try new ideas so i think listening to the people on the ground and making sure, you know, their voices are heard in in, in how you design these solutions is really important.
0: Knowing that the sustainability industry has been slow to start in comparison to the rest of the world, and those people in the sustainability industry have been really, really challenged over the last few years to get their voice heard, what do you think some of the improvements that other hospitals could be making right now, and that they're constantly getting wrong when it especially comes to operations, design, rollout of new hospitals and refurb of hospitals?
1: Well, that's a very big question. (laughs) I think an issue is is that people are used to saying no to sustainability initiatives. And I think in more recent times, there's an appetite to do these things and, and bring them into projects. But Everyone's mindsets might be, oh, no, we won't do that. But So I think you have to st- challenge the status quo because I think the appetite is there now to make a change on, on these areas. So things that might not have got up 10 years ago will get up now. And I, I think that's across the board when it comes to, you know, from design of hospitals through to operations. So things that might have been tried in the past will have their, you know, their golden age now. So, so go for it.
0: Yeah, I think also the the people in charge now, the people, the decision makers are 10 years older than they were, you know, 10 years ago. And they're the younger generation and they're more educated generation around sustainability. And there's a lot of research now that just didn't exist 20 years ago, especially in health design, especially in health sustainability, that what was a maybe without much evidence is certainly now a definitely with a lot of evidence. And that's as proven even with climate change where there were the naysayers, but the research is irrefutable now. So I do think research has had a lot to do with that change as well. And when you've got strong governments around the world leading the way, it, it makes sense for you know our industry to follow as well.
1: Yeah and I think in every industry being data led is really important being data and customer led is super important so you're right now we have the data on a lot of this stuff but there's still lots of things out there where we don't have the data there's a lot more to do particularly around climate around scope 3 emissions trying to you know move beyond estimating your scope 3 to actually uh, you know being able to get hard data from your suppliers is an area that will evolve as well so this is not done and dusted Now, this is still an involving still lots of areas that need to be improved on.
0: Yeah, yeah, I 100% 100 agree. You're currently part of the Australian Health Sustainability Committee, which is a very passionate bunch of people who are leading the way in sustainability and and helping reduce the carbon footprint within the Australian healthcare sector. What What were some of the reasons why you chose to join the AHSC and what would you like to achieve out of being part of the committee?
1: I think again, being part of the change for the in in the sector, and I think there's lots of really good design ideas out there, but they need to be brought to life through you know organizations like my own so part of it for me is also learning to see what's best practice out there and what we should be aiming for, but also to make sure that sector moves together, you know because it's hard when you're the yeah, moving on your own. So we do want to see everyone move with us on sustainability in the healthcare sector.
0: Yeah, I agree that the benefit of the AHSC is we've got people literally from around Australia, all experts in their field, whether it be construction, design, operations, models of care, development, and everyone has this common goal and common passion to try and help reduce the carbon footprint of Australian healthcare, and everyone approaches it very differently, but that common thread that we have there is certainly a good uniting front for all of us. And then as we move forward as a team, it will certainly help not only us but also Australia, but hopefully the private and public sector as well. So what would, having been in this industry for several years yourself, what would be some of the things that you would like to see in the next 10 to 20 years in this sector?
1: I'd really love to see more than, you know, what is net zero what is a net zero hospital you know there there is a few examples out there around the world but really starting to see that come to life generally in the market how we do that effectively from an existing facility perspective as well. There's loads of opportunities, particularly around moving to more renewable energy in terms of helping reduce the impact of boodles from a scope one, scope two perspective. So there's really good opportunity there. But seeing the whole sector move, on that would be fantastic and the consumables i think the waste and consumables is the biggest challenge for the sector and and how we solve for that but whilst maintaining high quality patient care is really you know it's that is a big challenge i think
0: yeah i I agree i'd love to see australia's first carbon neutral hospital it's something that i think a lot of people have a vision for and i think we're getting close but hopefully does happen in the next few years and Finally, before we go today, what would be one of those take-home messages for people in the industry and in the sector who are trying to make a change?
1: Yeah, small changes make a big difference in the sector. I keep coming back to that, small changes because it's such a big sector. So if you can make those small changes, which you might think, might not be making a difference. But when you add them up across all those hospitals and all those healthcare clinics, it does make a big difference. And to, yeah, just don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Just keep going, you know. I think we just need lots of passionate people to really drive change in the
0: sector. Very wise words and thank you very much. Thank you so much, Siobhan, for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
1: Great, thank you.
0: No worries. You have been listening to the Australian Health Design Council podcast series health design on the go. If you would like to learn more about the AHDC, please connect with us on our website or LinkedIn. Thank you for listening.